It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Yes, sir. This is Wednesday afternoon. Ricky, it's October 28th, so I got the date. I got finally, the date. That, finally got it right. Yeah, I, I finally realized it's on my phone. If I just look at my phone, it's, it's actually on there. So, you know, uh, technology, uh, got, you know, got some te- te- technological knowledge going on today. All I know is it's Halloween week. It's That's Halloween the only week. Reason I know it. Yes, sir. Are you you got your uh, little bags of candy? Is are any of the little kids going to get any bags of candy if they go to your house? I hope not. You hoping they bring you candy? <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. I've got some for myself. So if I have to hand some out, I'll do it. But We're gonna, you're I'll gonna be stingy a, about you, it. You're going to take a look in their bucket and see what they have. Might do a little swap. Might yeah. do a little trading. Yeah, Bru- I, get, I, I give them uh, Brus- apple and I get the Snickers. You give them Brussels sprouts and you get the Snickers. Yeah, there you yeah, go. That's there what you it go. Is. Absolutely. So I am Chip Souza, joined by Ricky Fires. Ricky, I I swam in today from uh, from Bella Vista. Did you have to swim in from Prairie Grove? Oh my goodness! Yeah, r- kind of like a canoe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just rain, rain, rain all over the place. I hope it eases up for our Friday night football game. But, hey, we're out of control. Mother Nature controls that. Last time I checked, we don't have any control. We don't have anything. Absolutely. So we are, uh, Ricky, we are in the second day of state volleyball action. Paul Boyd, he's out on assignment today. He's way over at Fayetteville uh, Bulldog Arena. And, uh, Paul, uh, are you with us? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm in the middle. I'm right between uh, the. We played two quarterfinals today. Uh, we know uh, two semifinalists, and we yet to figure out two more. Uh, Bentonville and uh, Fort Smith Southside have both won their quarterfinal matches earlier today, and they will play one another uh, tomorrow in the semifinals at 1 p.m. We've got uh, Fayetteville getting ready to play Rogers in the third quarterfinal here in uh, just a little bit. And then the late night, uh, the late game on Wednesday is going to be Harbor uh, against Cabot. And uh, the two winners of those, of the, uh, of those matches, late afternoon matches, will play tomorrow in the other semifinal at 4 o'clock. Is that correct, Paul? Yes, sir. So yes, ben- sir. Bentonville and Southside will play at 1 o'clock on Thursday. Winner of that goes to the championship match Saturday in Hot Springs. And then uh, we will decide later on Wednesday afternoon what teams make the, the semis from those two matches. Um, and the winner of that on uh, Thursday afternoon will be the opponent in the uh, championship match on Saturday afternoon in Hot Springs. That's correct. So, Paul, what have you seen uh, good out there so far? I know uh, uh, we were, you know, Bentonville and Mount St. Mary played on, uh, on Tuesday. And the last time they played, Paul, it was a, a wild and crazy 40. Uh, Forty-point match, but it wasn't like that on Tuesday, was it? No, no, it, it was. Uh, you know, it was a it was a pretty pretty tightly contested match, but but Bentonville wins that one in three. Uh, really, kind of seized the momentum and were, was able to stay in front. Man, really, really good defense all around. Uh, Jamie Myrick, senior uh, libero, she is she just throws herself all over the body, all, all over the floor, just. Trying to get her chance, give her teammates a chance to, to swing at the ball, and I mean, it, she she makes the offense. The the hitters, they they make headlines, but the, the hitters don't get to hit unless uh, Jamie does her job. Good deal. Hey Paul, uh, you know you know more about volleyball about anybody in the state. Is the tournament unfolding about like you had anticipated? And how about uh, the Harbor Lady Wildcats who were off uh, for so long? How, how are they doing? 
Hey, Harbor is, uh, you know, considering everything they have endured, you know, played only seven of their 14 conference matches because of uh, COVID-19 issues. But uh, they uh, they say they're ready to go, and they they won they won in three sets last night to advance okay. to today in the quarterfinals. Played well, uh, really really solid match. Uh, and as far as how it's unfolding, we we haven't had too many what you would call I guess upsets. Now I guess would be considered an upset today because they beat Conway, who was the the uh, central tournament champion. And Bentonville, there now they are the defending state champs, but they are the number four seed out of the West. So big win for Bentonville. Uh, I, you you could say an upset, but Paul, anytime Bentonville wins, it's not an upset. <laughs> In anything, no, huh? no, <laughs> not at all. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I, you know, I, I'm never going to bet against Michelle Smith. Ever, absolutely, ever. Paul, big question I have was, uh, did Coach Natalie coach for Southside today? And she's always going to be Natalie Lundquist to me. But, but it, did she? Uh, you know, she, she had I, had some COVID, yeah. a COVID issue there, uh, quarantine. Um, was she able to coach uh, their match on uh, Wednesday? Yes, she was there, and I visited with her, and she said she was so, so happy to be back. She, uh, last week, throughout the conference tournament, she was not able to, to coach her team because of, of quarantine, but she was forced to watch on uh, through a live stream. Right. And she said that was the most awful experience ever. <laughs> <laughs> To be able to, to just sit and watch and not be able to do anything, not able to talk to anybody or do anything. She's just sitting with her kids at home. Wow, wow. <laughs> hey, Paul, for people who aren't there or or maybe anticipating going to Hot Springs, how is all this working as far as COVID and the requirements and all the teams spread out? Uh, are they, they got taped off in the bleachers, people wearing masks when they're not out there on the court. How all is that working? Well, they, we, everybody, uh, we, we have all these guidelines. They, they do. They have spread out the, the teams as far as the bench is spread out. The, the kids, you know, it's not normal. They're not next to one another. So we've spread the chairs out. Uh, they're wearing masks when, uh, when they're not on the floor. That is correct. Uh, the, the teams and the, the fans as well. Fans are asked to wear masks, you know, if they're not eating or drinking. And, and it looks to me like we've, we've had good cooperation. Uh, everybody's doing their part, you know, so we can get this season done. Good deal. Well, Paul, we're going to take a break and uh, let you get ready for your match coming up here in just a little bit, uh, the the match this afternoon. And uh, we are going to also, uh, Paul, Paul, real quick, uh, looking at the 5A state tournament over at Greenwood. Looks like Greenwood's got a good chance of coming out of that tournament um, and making it making it to uh, to Hot Springs on Saturday. Uh, they will play uh, also this afternoon against Marion. Uh, Win would put them in the semifinals. Um, and then we've had, Paul, some smaller classification schools that you mentioned. Uh, Shallow Christian won its opening round match in the 4A state tournament on Tuesday. Paris, a, uh, a powerhouse um, in volleyball yep. in the lower classification, they have advanced to the semifinals down uh, in the 3A state volleyball tournament. And Hackett, the defending 2A state champions now in 3A, they are also still alive in the 3A state tournament. So lots of good volleyball amongst a lot of the Northwest Arkansas teams. Yes, outstanding. You know, a couple of others just to throw out there. I know for a fact Lifeway Christian and Lavaca 
are a couple of 2A teams that are that are playing today, getting ready to play this afternoon in the quarterfinals. So they could still be they could still move on to tomorrow as well. Good deal, good deal. Well, Paul, thanks for being with us. And uh, Paul will be going down to Hot Springs on Saturday uh, for coverage of all the state championship volleyball matches down in Hot Springs. Um, all classifications will be played down there that day. The starting, I think, Paul, you said the 4A, 5A. 6A, and then the two, uh, the the later two matches will be the 3A and the 2A on Saturday. Is that correct? Correct. That's correct. I think we'll. I, I believe we'll be starting at 9 a.m. I believe. Good deal. Well, Paul, thanks for joining us, and uh, we're going to take a break right here. We come back. We're going to be joined by Jeremy Muck of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette down in Little Rock, and we're going to talk a little football. And Ricky, the game we've been waiting on, North Little Rock Bryant, this oh, Friday. Sweet. We're going to talk a little bit about that with Jeremy Muck. So I'm Chip Souza for the Prep Rally Podcast. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And now, back to the Prep Rally Podcast with Chip Souza. And we are back. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Ricky Fires today, and we're talking a little prep sports around the region. We are going to be joined now by Jeremy Muck of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette down in Little Rock. Jeremy, we're going to talk a little football. I think you got a big game going on down there this week. Uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty big one down here, yes. <laughs> North Little Rock against Bryant. And uh, when these two teams play, usually the six A, I mean, 7A West Conference Championships on the line, not any different this year, is it, Jeremy? Oh, yeah. The 7A, the 7A Central usually comes down to these two teams. It's been that way for the last, uh, oh, three or four years now, and it's going to be no different this year. You know, both teams are undefeated at, at 4-0 in the conference. They're 7-0 overall. You know, they've each had a COVID-19 cancellation from an opponent, so that's why the record's not 8-0 right now, as usual. But, um, you know, both teams have been to state championship games the last couple of years. Uh, North Little Rock's been to the past four. Bryant's been to the past two, so... This game is always circled right before the year as one of the games to watch. Fantastic. Uh, how many games has Bryant won now uh, in a row? They've won 24 in a row, Rick. Wow. 24. Wow. That's impressive. Well, they uh, there's no question, at least in my mind, that Bryant is the best team in this state. Uh, North Little Rock may not be far behind, Rick. Yeah. So how how you see this stack up, uh, uh, pluses and minus? How how you think this will go down? I think it's uh, you know it's one of those games where I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. I mean, there's not too many teams in the state that can take Bryant to the fourth quarter. I think North Little Rock maybe you can maybe count on one hand of the teams in the state of Arkansas that can take Bryant to the fourth quarter, and North Little Rock's one of them. But I just think the senior leadership of Bryant right now was often led better at quarterback. Three year starter, he's such a leader. He's never lost as a starting quarterback for Bryant. Wow. So it's pretty impressive. I mean, he came in in, in relief of a. Uh, Ren Hefley when Hefley was injured in his sophomore year. And, you know, Ledbetter's taking control of that position and just has been cool, calm, collected. I mean, and he's, an, he's an even better pitcher. And he's committed to the University of Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. To pick. Exactly. So, he, you know, to, to play baseball, man. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> and he's a pretty good quarterback, too. So, what you're saying, Jeremy, is he Wally Pipped the other quarterback. And in case you guys didn't know, Wally Pipp was the first baseman for the New York Yankees way back in the 1920s when, when Lou Gehrig uh, took his place when he was injured. Wally Pipp was yeah. injured. And uh, uh, 2,374 games later, uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Jeremy, yeah, I, mean, it, um, yeah. I was watching college football, and you mentioned Hefley, and, 
You know, I usually have a beer or two while I'm watching college football, but is Heffley on a Michigan roster? Yeah, yeah. Is he's that, been, been in Michigan for these uh, last two years. Uh, wow. He hasn't started, but, you know, he's on, he's on the roster up there. I mean, Heffley had a pretty good had a good college career. I mean, he uh, you know, the brother of Will Heffley, former yep. Flossie Academy okay. quarterback, yep. transfer from PA to Bryan, you know, to get some more playing time because Ren was a year behind uh, Lane Hatcher. That's right. PA. Okay. Yeah. So... Ren and the family, you know, it, it, it was no hard feeling towards PA. And in fact, the Hathaways are still great with PA, but it was just one of those situations where, you know, Ren wanted to play. And, and who could blame anybody? I mean, Absolutely. if you're not going to play in front of Lane Hatcher, I mean, Hatcher sets so many passing records at PA, you had no chance to play. So right. it, it worked out for everybody. Well, wow. I mean, Jeremy, sounds like a great game. H- how are they health-wise? Are they are they pretty healthy coming into the game, both teams? Yeah, you know, running back-wise, um, each team's getting, a, getting players back. Uh, Tanner Anderson will be coming back for Bryant this week after his injury. And then uh, Frederick, o- Frederick O'Donnell is expected to come back from an ankle injury uh, this week after missing the last couple weeks for North Little Rock. So and North, Little, and North Little Rock and Bryant should be pretty healthy um, offensively. Now, North Little Rock has a new coach, and for the folks in Northwest Arkansas, he'll be a familiar name, J.R. Eldridge, who was a, Fay- a Fayetteville uh, boy, yep. Fayetteville hometown boy, who was at uh, Arkadelphia, won a couple state championships at Arkadelphia. Then he was hired at North Little Rock before this season, and uh, he really has not skipped a beat. No, he hasn't. And Eldridge is a winner. You know, like you said, at, Ar- at Arkadelphia, won two state championships, play and coach in one of the top conferences in the state, the 7 4 but he's been able to. Going to the Seven A Central, which is also a really tough conference, I've been missed the beat there. Just uh, you know what Jr. brings to a program as a coach is just discipline, yep. discipline, hard work. You know the weight room as well. I mean they've gotten stronger this year, and I think that's something that could help North Little Rock uh, down the road. Absolutely. Hey Jeremy, there's no doubt that uh, Brian is number one, and probably North Little Rock's number two. But I've seen Bentonville a couple of times. My goodness, that's a quality team, and that's one reason I'm so glad that we're playing football, and I hope, uh, you know, of course, with safety precaution, I hope we can go through the playoffs because I'd love to see Bentonville get in there against one of those teams. What have you heard or what, what have you seen about Bentonville Tigers this year? I think Bentonville, Bentonville's defense might be the best in the state. I I, really been, I've, I've been really impressed with what Bentonville's done defensively. And also, they're pretty salty offensively, too. Let's, let's not make it just about defense here. I, mean, I really like what Andrew Edwards has been doing at quarterback. He's had a good year for them. And I looked at the Brian North Little Rock game like, look, the winner is the winner of the Brian North Little Rock game will put themselves in position to win the Central, you yep. know, barring next week. Yes. But the loser of this game on Friday night will likely have to travel to Benville for the semifinals if it, if, if it, if it wow. goes by chalk. Correct. I mean, that's, that's how big this game is. I'm wow. Afraid. Correct. So, Jeremy, looking at around the state uh, for this week, we know you know we know that obviously you've got the marquee game down there with North Little Rock and Bryant, but there's some other big games going on around the state as well as we get into this you know final two weeks of the regular season. Yes, uh, you know six A, uh, class six A, and Lake Hamilton's uh, uh, they got some big games these next two weeks. There they do. They Lake Hamilton goes to goes to Ben on Friday night, and they get Greenwood next week. So oh, wow. you know yeah. that's uh, definitely a Big, big two weeks for Lake Hamilton. Uh, Jonesboro has a chance to clinch the uh, 6A East uh, this week with a win over Sylvan Hills on Friday. Um, Ashdown, Joe T. Robinson in 4A. Then in, over down in 3A. I mean, you got two really big 3A games. Um, Newport at Harden Academy, which will likely, the winner of that game will likely win the uh, 3A too. And then 
the 3A3 with uh, Hockey at Osceola. Osceola's won the last couple of league titles, but Hockey had a really good year. They've been able to play the majority of their games, and the, the Powell brothers, Sean Derrick and Daylon, have been outstanding for the Mustang District. And then skip it over, uh, Jeremy, to the 3A4, where you got Paris, a team that nobody has ever really talked about since 1950, yep. probably. <laughs> yep. And here they are at 8-0. and I mean, what a what a big surprise for them at what's you know fantastic. But they get the old Boonville Bearcats old on Friday Bearcats. night. We'll see how good they are. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's a that's a that's an excellent matchup as well. And I kind of set that up for you guys there. It, I mean, exactly. Uh, exactly. You know, Paris, uh, I really like what Paris has been doing this year, you know, undefeated year, but they got but they got Boonville. And Boonville's obviously they've been there before, they know what it takes to win, but it's one of those years where, you know, twenty twenty, I mean, I'm it's hard to you know, I'm not gonna go out outright and say, Oh, Boonville's gonna win, you know, outright, but it's one of the yeah, that's a that's a really good matchup right there. I think Paris Boonville, you know, and that's a really good story in Paris. Absolutely. I think Jeremy, another one too, going back to six A, you know Benton has gotta be they gotta be smarting after the whipping they took last week from Greenwood. You know, they gotta be uh redemption's gotta be on their mind. Yes. And you know, and that's the and that's the thing. I mean Ben Ben and Greenwood, you know, Ben beat Greenwood last year in the regular yes. season on their way to the conference title. But I don't think Greenwood forgot that, and it no, showed last week. They did not. But I also think, too, you know, other than the revenge factor, you finally had a, a healthy Hunter Wilson. I mean, that's just – you had that kid in the backfield, you know, being able to be healthy finally yes. and score, you know, a couple touchdowns for the Bulldogs. Yeah. And that's going to be big time down you know, going into the playoff run. That just gives them that big weapon that, you know, that, that they really didn't have when he was hurt. You know, you got L.D. Richmond uh, doing, kind of doing things. He's got some great receivers too. But when Benton, when uh, Greenwood has that power run game with, with Hunter Wilkinson, it makes them uh, just a completely different team and, and uh, uh, one that's extremely hard to defend. Yes. And, and obviously Greenwood, number one, number one in six day right now. Yeah, don't miss to be a quarterback. I mean, it's it's almost like a quarterback factory. Exactly. What I mean, just uh, next next QB up. I mean, you know, LD's done a heck of a job this year. You know, they're undefeated right now, and he's got some good weapons around him. Hasn't been he's been you know very solid. He hasn't been hasn't been phased by the moment. I mean, that's a that's what a Greenwood quarterback is, though. I mean, never phased by the moment. The lights don't get to him. Nope. Hey, uh, Jeremy. Hey, I'm glad you. Mentioned Wilkinson because I, when I watch a lot of football, like college, NFL, even uh, high school, uh, the teams when they get in them short yardage situations and they do these bubble passes, they they can't, they don't have the hoss in the backfield, just line up and whip somebody, push them off the line of scrimmage, and I mean he helps their team so much. He gives them that that extra dimension right there that when you need uh, fourth and one, third and two. You got a big hoss in the background, a big power runner that can get that for you, and that helps an offense an awful lot. Yes, and you know I know it's 2020. I know we're in the age of uh, passing of the passing game, but there's nothing wrong with running the football. That's no. why you have a running back on your team. I mean, you know, you need that yard. I mean, hey, if you need a yard. Give it to your give it to your guy. I mean, you got a kid like Hunter Wilkinson. Why not get the ball to him? And Greenwood's smart enough to know that. Now there are some teams. College, high school, even the pros that, you know, they'll get cute. They'll throw the face half. They're inside the five. They'll throw a face yep. in the corner. It's like, come on, you know, but you need that yard. Get that tough yard and, and you know, just bow up. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, and they're in the shotgun. Just get under the center and <laughs> hand it to that guy. Yeah. I tell, sure. you what, I tell you what, Jeremy, a team you might want to keep an eye on too Harbor, Springdale Harbor. 
They've won four games in a row, so Harbor's even their record at four and four. But, Jeremy, let's take a look at their four losses. Jinx, Oklahoma, North Little Rock, Greenwood, Conway, is that? No, Bentonville. 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 Yeah. That's a, those are four potential state champions that, that they have lost to, okay? Yeah. So they've won four in a row since since that loss to Bentonville. They've won four in a row, and I might add, in the game against Bentonville, it was it was it was kind of a close game for a while. Harbor also has that bell count running back that they've been looking for the last couple of years. Um, in Hudson Brewers, a sophomore had 250 yards last week. That's the fourth straight game he's been over 100 yards. He's nearing the thousand yard mark. He's at like 980 something. So what I'm seeing with Harbor is a team that their defense is also very good. What I'm seeing is a Harbor team like what I've seen in the past when they've made deep playoff runs that run the ball with power and play good defense. And and uh, I think Harbor has a chance to maybe win a game or so in the playoffs. So oh, they Yeah, so so Harbor is back in your in your top six this week after winning four in a row. Um I'm I'm telling you they're they're a team I think you know, kind of keep an eye on them. I'm not saying they're going to make this deep, long playoff run or anything like that, Rick, but I'm saying they can win a game maybe, maybe who knows, in the playoffs. Chip, Chip I tell you what, um, I'm going to give a lot of credit to Chris Wood. When yes. you get your butts beat 33 nothing by Greenwood, you know, you're headed down, you're doubting yourself. For him to get them kids back up and start playing football again, I think he deserves a lot of credit for Absolutely that. Absolutely he does. What do you think, Jeremy? Yes, uh, the non-conference schedule has really helped Harvard. I think you know, anytime you can schedule teams like North Little Rock and and, uh, and James and and that Greenwood game was a rescheduled game. It I was mean, Greenwood was supposed to play, I believe, Northside at the yes. time. Yes, yes. And yep. then all of a sudden, you know, Harbor they were able to get that game rescheduled, so they had a short week prepare for Greenwood. But yeah, I mean, I I really like the job that Chris Wood has done. I mean, he's a veteran coach. He he knows what it takes to win. Knows all what it takes to build a program. And you know, look, yeah, they started off zero and four, but I mean, you know, shoot. You have a, if you play those type of teams, you know, like North Little Rock and Greenwood and Benville and Zane, that's only going to make you tougher. And I really like what Hudson Brewer has done, too. He's been the bell south so far. Well, the last time I checked, Ricky, North Little Rock undefeated, Greenwood undefeated, Bentonville undefeated. I'm not a math major, but I think that's not any losses in the loss column for any of those three teams. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Did, didn't uh, Arkadelphia start off 0 and 4? 0 and 5. 0 and 5 yes. and won the state championship? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And I believe J.R. Eldridge was their coach. Yeah. He so was. That, yeah, so there <laughs> you go. So, Jeremy, lots of good football in the state here this week and next week as we gear up for the playoffs. And uh, we've talked about this a little bit. The playoffs are going to have a, uh, a, a unique uh, uniqueness all to in. them. Yeah, all, all in. Uh, uni- if they want to be. Uh, yep. uniqueness to them, and I, uh, I I think what I have heard, Jeremy, is that the playoffs are going to be a one extra week um, this season to account for for those extra teams that get in. Not everybody's going to want to you know to stay in, um, but as a coach, I would I would take it uh, just to get the practice you know for another week, but. Um, you know, schools that might have to make that yeah, really, but it might really be, long drive. You know, if you're zero and ten, you really want to drive all the way yeah, across the state. And, and that's a economic. factor. Yeah, yeah, that's a factor too. But uh, but anyway, um, have you heard anything like that, Jeremy? That the playoffs are going to be extended a week? Um, you know, the uh, teams teams were able to uh, opt out um, as of Monday, but I've also heard that uh, the, the deadline's been extended till okay. the day after the uh, the day after uh, next Friday. I got you. I got you. So they'll get to play. So, so they'll. So the Saturday morning after week, uh, the tenth, the tenth game, 
uh, week yep. 11, week 10, how, how, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they have until that next morning to decide what they're going to do. That, that's, what, that's what I've been hearing, and I'm trying to get more confirmation on that, but that's, that's what I've been hearing. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh, it's, you know, it, they're playing. Jeremy, the main thing is that they're playing. Uh, seems like last week, we, we uh, you know, the, as far as the cancellations were concerned, uh, there were a, a lot fewer last week than what there had been. So it seems like maybe uh, things are kind of getting under control, and hopefully the playoffs won't be affected by any of this. And I think part of that, too, is with the um, – and I think one of the issues is about the quarantine. And yeah. also, if you, were to, if you were to go ahead and not cancel this week game, say if you're a team like, you know, on, on Thursday, the day, the day before this week, uh, Thursday this week, you cancel your game, then you're missing like two games. And you might possibly miss the third, uh, third game as well. Exactly. the 14-day quarantine. Yeah. So I think schools right now, I think they're really looking at that right now, trying to tell your kids, hey, look, not have any party yes. together. This yes. Social distance is, you know, it's always been important, obviously, and I don't want to downplay like, oh, it's not, it wasn't that important two months ago, but it's more, it's really important right now if you're trying to get into the playoffs and, you know, trying to get a, trying to get in there and trying to play next year a couple games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jeremy, thanks for being on with us. And, uh, man, I wish I could be with you on Friday night up there for that North Little Rock Bryant game. That's, that's just going to be a fantastic game for sure. Uh, so I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm jealous of you. Uh, just follow my updates on my Twitter, JeremyMuckADG. We'll have all the updates uh, throughout the throughout the contest. There you well, go. Well, Jeremy, thanks for being on, and we'll probably get it. you back on uh, after the uh, final regular season game. We'll get get you back on that next week to talk a little high school playoff preview uh, that week. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Good thanks, deal, Jeremy. So, so that was Jeremy Muck with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette in Little Rock, and uh, bringing some knowledge because we needed help today. Yeah, absolutely. Just between me and you. That the the bar on that uh, Ricky's pretty low, <laughs> real pretty low, pretty low. Uh, but anyway, so uh, good football games going on. Ricky got state volleyball going volleyball. on. Uh, we had our uh, conference six uh, A and four A in those uh, conference uh, cross country meets uh, this week, heading towards state uh, next week down in Hot Springs. And I don't know if we've mentioned this before on the podcast, but the state cross country meets they're going to be done a little different this year. They're going to run it on Thursday and Friday rather than on Saturday, and they're doing it for COVID. Uh, so that the crowds can be uh, d- uh, not as large, and so good for them. So they'll have they'll run down there at uh, Oaklawn Park. Uh, Where the horses run. The horses are going to run on the outside. The cross country <laughs> going to run on the inside. <laughs> and we're going to see who could cross cross the uh, track without getting hit by a horse. Could that you, adds a dimension to the race. See, now for me, I'd jump on a horse and then try to pass everybody. Yeah, I'd like to see that. <laughs> well, I mean, I need help. I need a boost. Yes, three yeah. or four people boost me up. Like maybe a rocket tied to your. Uh, yeah, there <laughs> yeah, you go. There it. you go. So uh, cross country meet coming up. We also have state volleyball championship games this weekend. So Ricky. In August, we didn't know if all this was going to no. happen. And, uh, you know, thank goodness it did. Thank goodness yeah. for these administrators and the principals and, and uh, superintendents and ADs and, and the kids and, and all that. Everybody, We've had bumps. We've had teams that have had to, you know, quarantine and, and that kind of thing. But, we, but we're here. We're, we're here where we're supposed to be. Uh, they're playing the volleyball, state volleyball this week, and it's going to get done. Got state cross country next week, and hopefully the football playoffs are going to are going to happen with no, you know, cancellations or postponements or anything like that. And and uh, boy, Ricky in August, I didn't know if this was going to happen, but but they've they've done it. Yeah, they've got like the Lady Wildcats in volleyball, and and they're coming back, they're participating. And for football, I want to see it for move on for no other reason. I want to see Bentonville against one of these uh, sure. little Little Rock uh, area teams. So sure. hopefully we can keep. Uh, 
overcoming all these obstacles and keep going. What I'm hoping for, Ricky, is, is uh, I want to see teams hoist that state championship plaque at War Memorial Stadium yes. or at Hot Springs Convention Center or wherever that may be. Uh, I want to see them lift up those big plaques that say state champions and state runner-up and the medals and the and all that. I don't care if they're wearing masks. That's who cares. That's, that's, you know, nobody cares. Uh, but, but just get to that. And memories of a lifetime. Yes, These sir. kids will never forget that when they're on that uh, ho- holding up that championship. Used to be a trophy, I guess, is a plaque now. Yes, sir. Like it's like the size of a tree. Yeah, huge. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's it for this week's show. And uh, don't forget, like we tell you every week, um, if you go out and watch any of the state volleyball or state cross country or football, put your mask on. It ain't about you. It's about those kids. Don't lose sight of that. Don't ever lose sight of that because these kids don't get another opportunity at this. They're like Ricky said. They're making memories. Don't take that away from them. Absolutely. So mask up. Don't care about your excuses. Don't care about your political affiliation. Don't care who you voted for. The only thing that matters. It's those cheerleaders and those band members and those football players and volleyball and the coaches. That's all that matters. And if you can't see that, stay home. We don't need you. Don't need you. So that's it for this week's show, Prep Riley the Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. We'll be right back here, same bat time, same bat channel, (laughs) next week. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.